Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think sometimes the flow of the game dictates that. Defenses, you know, whether it's doubling him or throwing a safety over him, being the first reading progressions and just getting off of it maybe too quickly. A lot of stuff that goes into it. thing about that, we've talked about this a lot this week, Josh Allen and the continuing dialogue over where has Stephon Diggs gone, that was never not true. Defense's keying on him was never not the case. It's just this time it's mattering. <laughs> this time it's working, and the Bills have not been able to you know, feed him, so to speak. Um, is it a problem? They've won their last four. They're in a great position. If Bulldog gets his way, they'll play the Colts and then the Jaguars at home in the first two weeks of the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe no biggie. On the line is the host of BetQL Daily, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And be sure to check out the BetQL Daily podcast for more of Joe's analysis. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcasts. Joe Myself, I think it's a biggie. I, I don't think it's no biggie that Stefan Diggs is not over going over 50 yards in a game anymore. So that's just me, though. Yeah, I've stopped with the Diggs. Let, let's just stop with the prop bets. It, mm. it, it has been uh, challenging figuring out different uh, Bills players as far as props, as, unless you're betting the running game lately because that's been working. But as far as uh, receivers and which games are Kincaid games and you know, is Diggs ever going to get back on track, those have, those have been tough. Unless you bet unders, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. Th- these games are nobody's games except maybe Cook, but even Cook the last two weeks is just okay. I don't know. It's very how, weird. How- how much, Joe, if you've been tracking this or, you know, you, know, you actually have it on a spreadsheet, but, like, has Diggs's yards and receiving, you know, receptions totals, have they been coming down at all, or are they still kind of where they were midseason? Yeah, they, they've been dropping a little bit. I remember, I don't know, late last year he was up there with the elite guys to be in the 80s. And it was, it was last week or two weeks ago, I remember taking a look, and I'm thinking, okay, this might be the Diggs game that we've – been waiting for him like okay it's been months right since he went on that big run and i'm like okay we got to have a a lower number here there's got to be value and then i see it it's it was almost 70 i'm like there's no value in the way he's playing right now he's he's an under every week that was dallas 
Yeah, because, that was the game. Uh, we we talked yeah. about it, I think. I was on with Filippone talking about this, how, you know, he's, he's coming off a quiet game in Kansas City. It's the Dallas Cowboys, huge spot. His brother happens to be on that roster. Right. This, mm-hmm. this, is the, this is the squeaky wheel game, you know, and it just didn't happen. But they didn't need him in that game, I guess, either. So who knows? Well, Joe, uh, here we are. Bills minus three. Yeah. On the road to win the AFC East after all this. You've got some futures I, I think you're probably excited about. Well, we'll see. We'll see how tomorrow yeah. go, or Saturday goes, first off, to, to get the weekend rolling. I, I'll be excited, but, yeah, we, we, we need to see that they're actually in there. Uh, I'm sure you've addressed it. it. There's no way Harbaugh's like, let's lose and keep the Bills out, right? Mm. And try to. No, but... We know what that kind of game looks like. I mean, where several of your top players won't play, and it looks like a preseason game. And so that's why they're an underdog, I guess. But they win preseason games. Oh, right. I forgot. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. Bad example with the Ravens. Well, that's why I'm on the Ravens plus four, actually, in that game. If we needed it, I mean, we could use it. It would be a great safety net. Yeah. Um, you know, it, especially with the first game of the weekend out of the gate, you're like, okay, well, woohoo, 7.30 on Saturday, and we're all set, uh, at least as far as getting in the tournament goes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, but like, it just objectively, I feel like the Ravens, like, that's a that's a team and an opponent for them that I, I, I feel like they can beat them going half speed almost. Yeah. I mean, that's how I look at it. And, you know – motivation talked about nonstop with all of these games this week. But this specific team that prides itself on the depth that they have across the board, they're probably the most balanced team in the league in the Ravens. You can't sit everybody. Yes, you can sit Lamar. You can sit certain players, and that makes perfect sense. Guys have been dealing with injuries, but you can't sit everyone. So as far as that game, yeah, team that won 24 straight preseason games. And then it's Mason Rudolph going on the road, winning by margin, I'm like, this is just way too much. We're going too far. They've got to win by more than a field goal. Um, these, these are professionals, and that's, that's what Week 18 is about for me, guys. There is so much overreaction. Oh, they're sitting. They're starting quarterback. Well, we've been watching backups all year. It's going to be the majority of the games this weekend, the majority where it's a backup or a third stringer or a fourth stringer, but that's how the season has been. And in that specific series, when these two teams match up, you just always take the underdog, especially if they're more than a field goal. Last 21 games, underdog of at least a field goal is 19-2 and two against the spread. These games are always uh, super tight, and Huntley has experience, so I, I think he's going to be fine there. Um, I don't expect the Ravens to be like, let's lose out because the yeah. biggest threat to us is the Bills, but... I feel that way. Like if, if if I'm looking at it from a Ravens perspective, let's say I'm a Baltimore fan, that's the team that scares me more than anybody else. If I'm John Harbaugh, though, I'm not telling anybody that I feel that way. Right. right? Their, their thing has to be, we're not afraid of anybody. Look at our right. season. What should we be afraid of? Well, bring it on. Uh, but I certainly get it. If the Bills lose, but they're already in, they might end up going to Baltimore week two. Yeah. It, well, it's amazing. Fun stuff. Joe Ostrowski on the Wester Hotline. I agree with the point. Just uh, overreaction to motivation. Jacksonville, Tennessee might be maybe an easier example to sort of understand that. 
with Tennessee's reputation, you know, can be a tough out. And Jacksonville seems pretty banged up. Did that line not move kind of suddenly toward the Titans? Yeah, it did. Um, so I, throughout much of the week, I think even yesterday when I looked, it was five and a half. And now we're sitting Jacksonville minus three and a half. Is that information based on the offensive weapons that we're wondering about with Jacksonville? Or is that just sharp money coming in on the Tennessee side? I think that's the question right now. I didn't know Christian Kirk was a possibility for this week in the regular season. So that's interesting. Of course, Trevor Lawrence, if he does go, how good is he going to look? The last time we saw him, he didn't look all that great. But I I think your point is dead on about the Titans. Like, There's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, you, You want to look at the eliminated teams. It happens every year. We see crazy upsets where the team that's not supposed to have any motivation going against a team where they're playing with their season on the line, basically. Uh, those teams that are eliminated cover at a very high rate, and I think the Titans one is a pretty good look. They're a good home team. They're 4-4 four and four on the season. Yes, they're eliminated, but Vrabel over the years, very good as an underdog. He gets his team ready to play. Maybe it's his last game as a coach of the Titans. Don't know what's going to happen there. It might be Derrick Henry's last Mm -hmm. game. DeAndre Hopkins has a bunch of incentives for this one. If he gets seven catches, he gets a quarter of a million. If he gets 49 or more yards, he gets another quarter of a million. Uh, There are a lot of things going on here that that make me want to side with Tennessee guys. The taxes, though, Joe, the taxes. (laughs) Mix Tannehill into that. (laughs) Do we know, Joe, is he playing or is it going to be Levis? Because it could be Tannehill's swan song, too. Right. I would would factor that in. And he's looking to put good tape out there. Right. He's looking for a job for next year. Yeah, Levis hasn't been practicing last I saw uh, this week, so I would think at this point it's probably going to be Tannehill. But it's a good point. For one last hurrah with this group, it, it might be Tannehill, and that might be uh, the better move from the Tennessee perspective. Joe Ostrowski with us. I think we probably bring up Justin Fields and the Bears more than half of your appearances with us. It's just <laughs> so good. Yeah. Like, it's the toughest question maybe in the league right now is what to do there. And it seems like from the outside – the fans are back, like they're with Fields, chanting for him in this game on Sunday against Atlanta. The coach is staying. Is it, the players want him around? Of course, you know, like you would normally hear that, but you're definitely hearing it. What are the odds for you? Like, I, I think the sharper play is to trade him, assuming yeah. you can get something good. But maybe it's weird for a team that's had the Bears history. Maybe there would be, you know, outrage if they did that. No, that's yeah, that's what. Okay, yes, the fans are with him now, right? Um, a couple weeks ago, were they with him? Probably not. Were they the first time they played the Packers this year? Absolutely not. Will they be with him if he lays a complete dud on the road where he hasn't played great ball up in Lambeau Field? I've, that might change again. It could easily flip, yes. right? And the, it, Hey, let's re- reset the quarterback clock. Let's do that. Yeah, you're right. It does seem like Iberflus is staying I'm worried about, okay, you're, they might bring in a new offensive coordinator. If you go quarterback and keep Eberflus, which I don't love that idea, but I understand the idea about Caleb Williams. And you're the team that traded up and you passed on Patrick Mahomes. Like, that is still there. I know it's just never going to go away until they find the quarterback of the future. And, guys, this would be the first time if the Bears pass on the quarterback – and. It's probably the sharp move. Like, look at what Montez Sweat 
has done for that entire team, for that entire defense. Over the last couple of months, they've been a top-five defense. But um, so if you go back-to-back years without taking a quarterback, having the number one pick in both years, like, okay, the Bryce Young decision was good, but you also passed on Stroud last year, and that looks excellent so far. And what if Caleb Williams is what some people think he's going to be? Are, are you in a spot right now with Fields where you trust him so much where it would be, I believe, the first time in NFL history where a team fit, picks first in back-to-back years and they don't take a quarterback? Wow. Yeah, and Richardson, by the way. I always have to mention that, but um, yeah. it's uh, it's really good. How about uh, awards, Joe? So is MVP over? Yes, MVP is okay. over, 100% over. Um, yeah, we don't even need to go in depth about that. Offensive player of the year is over, I think, Tyreek would have to just go insane on Sunday night. I, and I'm talking like 250 yards or something, where he's threatening Calvin Johnson's record. Or else McCaffrey? It's McCaffrey. Okay, and, yes. he's, and he's not playing this week. Right, correct. Okay, yeah, that, that helps those guys, I think. Jackson and McCaffrey to not have to play. Um, let me ask you this. Coach of the year. Stefanski, the heavy favorite. Now, I, and I'm fine with that, but it's minus 1,000. Oh Should yeah, Stefanski be minus a thousand, <laughs> and he's another one who doesn't need to play this week. Like they're not going to try, and they'll, he'll get the those guys get the benefit of the doubt unless they're chasing yeah. a record. Maybe um, coach of the year, who's the so D'Amico, Shane Steichen's up there, but they're like ten to one. Campbell's completely fallen off. I, I why? Think what's the, the difference there? What happened? Um, I mean, really, just Saturday was bad. Kind of deserved it. They deserve the. Oh, people are blaming him? Uh, at points, yeah. I've okay. heard some of that. Okay. There's a, a little bit of that. Like he's fallen off in the last month. I think McVeigh has a strong case, but it doesn't seem like people are buying into it. No, nope, <laughs> yeah, no, Kyle. Sh- where's Kyle Shanahan in all this? Or is that, is that over two? 40 to 1. Wow. McDaniel and, can't win if they win Sunday night? Okay. That's my angle. And I brought this up on the show this week. They're a three point dog at home. Like, I. Need the Bills to win for my futures, but Dolphins win. They're a two seed. He's eighty-five to one, and he's been one of the favorites all year. Yeah, if if they roll, I could see there being momentum. The the, the, okay. the losses are too bad, maybe for Miami. Like last week, sure. It, it it's eighty-five to one for a reason, but yeah. yeah, I I I like how you're how you're talking here. Does he have to? Does the Cleveland coach have to win? Uh, maybe not. Um, Flacco for comeback or Hamlin? How do you even oh, compare them? I know, I know. So completely different situations. <laughs> Hamlin is just I always know. inactive. Yeah, there's there's been a lot, and there's been a lot of chatter about the the name of the award will change. Maybe it'll be the Demar Hamlin Comeback Player of the Year Award. How how do you have Demar Hamlin there at the award ceremony the day before the Super Bowl and not give him an award? I don't know how you do that if you're the league. It is now. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it's interesting and fun to talk about. A lot of things are. I think this one's not hard at all. It's not. And it, 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 it's, it's Hamlin. I mean, he was dead on the field. It's Hamlin. Yes. Even it's though he's been, been active Hamlin. all the time and has only played special teams and whatever, yeah. I mean, Flacco's been really compelling and a really great story. I just – I can't imagine enough people are, are – you know, I, I would think – People will take in the arguments and make the arguments and then sit down when they have to vote and go like, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to vote against him. 
Right, exactly. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's what the I thing. Think would happen. That's yeah. the thing. So you have to do a top three this year. That's what's interesting. With all a lot of these awards, can the winner not get the most first place votes? But nobody's keeping Hamlin off. Right. You can't. You can't at this point. Like maybe Baker's in the mix, in the top three. Tua. But, May, he, he's not even on the odds board. Oh, never mind then. Like he's been Stafford is. He's been taken out of that conversation. But okay. I yeah, I do think it's going to be Hamlin. As the week has gone on, once we found out Flacco's not playing this week, then Hamlin became minus three hundred at BetMGM. So he is certainly uh, expected to win. And, and the one other award that I actually do believe is up for grabs, and that there's value with what with just one game left. Puka is going to set records. He's playing. They're sitting all their other big guns. Stafford sitting, Cups sitting. Yep. Puka's playing to set records. If he gets one catch, he's going to set the all-time record for receptions by a rookie. If he gets 28 yards, he's going to break Bill Gorman's record, which has st- stood for 63 years for the most receiving yards. Mm-hmm. It depends what the Texans do, but I do think there's a chance that Puka beats Stroud. I like that. One more for you, Joe, if you can, if you can permit an NBA question. I'm, sure. go- I'm going to reveal my ignorance about the NBA uh, at this stage of my life. But I hear a lot about the Detroit Pistons, but the Spurs are 5-28. and Wembenyana, like what, what's happening there? How are the Spurs 5-28? and Is he, is he not good or what's happening there? <laughs> that's a good question. People, like, Yeah, people that cover the league, I'm like, yeah, that's a fair point. Is Popovich long for that job? Like, why? Five and twenty-eight. He gets zero blame for everything that's going on there. Yeah, as far as let me see where the numbers are now. I know it did shift. Yeah, he's the second favorite. Chet Holmgren. Right. He was a he was a popular pick. He's minus two fifty now, and uh, Wemby is plus one fifty. But yeah, I mean it, the the conversation was he's the unicorn, this and that, and Thunder. They're, their win total was very popular. Their future is super popular, too, and they're meeting those expectations that were there. So, um, yeah, it's amazing that, that we're here. I, I wonder if it's going to shift. I think it'll probably shift at some point. But, uh, yeah, Wemby, surprisingly, uh, the second favorite. And um, But is he a disappointment in some respect, or is it just like the rest of the team is so bad? Yeah, it's the rest of the team. Okay, okay. I would think. I mean, that, that, that's where I'm at. There. They they don't have to be good just because they add a guy. But, you know, the NBA is kind of the league where if you Superstar. have the best player, you're going to win at 5-28. and 28. Yeah, just 100%. Saw that today. Um, uh, as far as the Bills game, one more note. If, if you need more on the line, everybody that bet the Bills win total, it's on the line this week. Yes. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Over, you go, yeah, you need a win for the over. Uh loss in the under hits thank you joe good luck thanks guys talk next week joe ostrowski with us on the west her hotline his appearances insider calls presented by BetMGM. go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app back after a short break matt Harmon will join us just after four if you don't know matt he's been on with us a half a dozen times maybe over the years uh First time maybe was when we talked to him right after right. the Bills traded for Stephon Diggs. That's what I was about to say. That's exactly how I remember it. I don't remember having talked to him before that. And he is really an expert when it comes to receivers, so I wonder what he has to say about how the season has gone, how Diggs has looked to him. Sal Capaccio as well. Later, Sabres in Montreal tonight. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 